This is the 40-year-old Bond Virgins podcast. This meeting is being recorded. Oh, yes. That's that was the stuff. loudest one ever. <laughs> Excellent. I'm wet myself. Back. <laughs> how you doing? Good. How are you? Not bad. Been a couple of weeks again. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's all right. I just, I just don't enjoy it. It take, it takes a lot. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot to kind of, you know, build up the momentum for mm. watching this shit. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't a fan of this one. Okay. I mean, we'll get to that. Yeah. All right. Stats. Stat me up. Stats. We watched The Living Daylights, 1987, the first Timothy Dalton. Yeah. Thank God there's only two. <laughs> Three and a half stars on Sky, IMDb 6.7. Want to guess Amazon? 4.5. 4.5. The only score you can get on Amazon. <laughs> We've had a 4.6. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, them's your stats. It's all the stats. It's good stats. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, oh, I feel so. I out just of read them off the internet. <laughs> all right. How did you watch it this week? How did you watch it this week? I watched it on Sky. It cost me one pound ninety nine. I watched it on a big. T- on our main television it's not mm. that big but it's the biggest one in the house and I watched it with Karen because she was over and she loves Bond um yeah. Stuart joined in because because we had our, our guest and he wanted to be friendly and then the girls dipped in and out okay and we watched it all in one go and Stuart and Karen seemed to really enjoy it and every now <laughs> and again I asked what was going on so you watched it once? I watched it once and then I kind of forgot about it until today. And I just very quickly tried to listen to a podcast that was less interesting than the film itself. So, yeah, I yeah, there's not an awful lot of like fact stuff out there. OK. Like we might only be talking about the plot. <laughs> OK, no worries. <laughs> well, I watched it three times. Why? <laughs> Did you keep right. falling asleep? So, the first time I watched it, mm-hmm. I watched it while scrolling through TikTok. Ah, that's a very Kelly way of watching things. <laughs> Didn't enjoy it. Had no idea what was going on. Yep. Second time I watched it, I watched it over two nights making notes. Mm-hmm. And then that was like 10 days ago. So I watched it again this morning and I enjoyed it this morning. <sighs> <laughs> you loser oh, it's really good. So is that... <laughs> was it so do you feel like you took it in more this morning and that led to enjoyment or different frame of mind when I was watching it taking notes I actually thought I actually thought this is getting closer to the bond I like it's getting very close the the car chase stuff's all there now the action's there uh, I didn't like the Bond himself as much, but he kind of mm-hmm. grew on me the first time I watched the film. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. We'll get to it at the end. I've got I've got two ratings for it. Just I normally change by the end of the conversation, like at least one star either way or something. Okay. On how it goes. So so if you hadn't have rewatched it this morning, yeah, would you've given it a very different score? Um, well, should we do it at the end or you want to know, do you want to know my second watch score now? No, we're doing both at the end. <laughs> okay. Maybe we'll take an average. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. Okay. I've been messing around with Bard's AI all week. 
Have okay. you been using any of the new AI things that are out? Asking nope. it questions and stuff? No. Well, I asked it to make us a synopsis. Okay. Which it has. Um, it's interesting. So, All right. Here we go. The Living Daylights is a 1987 spy film, the 15th entry in the Bond series produced by Eon Productions and the first of the two to star Timothy Dalton as a fictional MI6 agent James Bond. Directed by John Glenn, the film's title is taken from Ian Fleming's short story, The Living Daylights, the plot of which also forms the basis of the first act in the film. It was the last film to use. Look, they do all these first and last. Look. It was the last <laughs> film to use the title of an Ian Fleming story in two, until two thousand and six installment. Casino That's the Royale. only fact I've got. <laughs> Bard beat you to it. <sighs> it was also the first film to have Caroline Bliss as Miss Moneypenny, replacing Lois Maxwell. The film was produced by Albert R. Broccoli, his stepson Michael G. Wilson, and Broccoli's daughter Barbara Broccoli which I think is an awesome name. She should be a superhero. In the film, <laughs> there's only two more paragraphs. In the film, Bond helps KGB officer Georgie Koskov defects during a symphony performance. During his debriefing, Koskov reveals that a policy of reveals that a policy of assassinating defectors has been instated by new KGB head Leonid Pushkin. But as Bond explores this threat, a counterplot surfaces involving a shady American arms dealer, Joe Don Baker, as a pair of, and a pair of Russian assassins, Nakros and Kara Milvoy. Living Daylights was a critical and commercial success, grossing over $160 million worldwide. It was praised for its darker tone, action sequences, and Dalton's performance as Bond. The film is considered one of the best in the series in the Bond series. That was it. Ooh. So AI just goes I'm to sorry. wiki. <laughs> it, it got free. Uh, it, it shows you its references, mm-hmm. and it used three different uh, references. I then asked it, "What is the forty-year-old Bond virgins?" Yeah. So <laughs> take my jumper. Excuse right. me. <laughs> we can take all that shit. out, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and here's what it said. So I don't know if you can believe this first one or not. So the 40-year-old Bond Virgins is a comedy podcast hosted by two friends, Ben and Will, who watch all the James Bond films for the first time and discuss them. They keep an eye out for soup references, as you would, of course. The podcast started in 2017, and the hosts have now watched all 25 films. <laughs> they, have a lot, they have a lot of fun on the podcast, and they're always finding new things to talk about. They're also very knowledgeable about the Bond films, and they offer a lot of insights that you may not have thought of. If you're a fan of James Bond or if you're just looking for a funny, entertaining podcast, I highly recommend checking out the 40-year-old Bond Virgins. So I that be like 50% absolute <laughs> truth and 50% yeah. bullshit. <laughs> right. And then it gives you three drafts of other things it was going to say, right? Yeah. And in draft two, it called us Chris and Craig. And in right. draft three, it calls us Chris Cabin and Zach Carnish. Okay. I then... <laughs> I then... Oh. Um, I no, then told it, the you're book. incorrect about the names of the hosts. Mm. And it then said, you are correct. The hosts of the 40-year-old Bond versions are actually Jason and Sean. I apologise <laughs> for the error in my previous response. I'm still under development and learning. So I then told it our names. Up... Okay. <laughs> have you looked up names. those those names the zach harness and another one no. is that is that are they i assume people? it's mix mixing us up half mixing us up with another bond podcast i guess yeah I don't you don't think Could there's another podcast. podcast with this name though no i don't know i mean we worked it's, hard it's weird that he said <laughs> yeah it's weird <laughs> that they said 2017 as well so oh, yeah. okay so it is it must just be mashing two together so i don't know if any of the synopsis was completely accurate either because obviously I think it was it sounded yeah. completely accurate and yeah like I say that's pretty much like ruined anything I had to say so <laughs> and it's given the plot so we may as well just call it well ask Bard AI what to say during the podcast it'll let you know yeah could you just do the podcast for <laughs> yeah well there you go okay awesome work Thanks, let's man. not do that again though because no, it's really boring like it. Don't like the synopsis. Yours are much better, but you can ask it things about us still. 
Okay. I'll ask, ask it about, um, yeah, like, can, can you do one for uh, model villages? Yeah, can do. No right, worries. Awesome. Okay, <laughs> right. Barrel shot. Barrel shot. He's pretty casual walking up, wasn't he? Chilled out, okay. no flares. Um, Karen noted that he had a very kind of like, was it the bell shot or was it something else? It might have actually been like the the little image used as the like the film in the film description or something, like a very dancer pose. And actually, the podcast right. I was just listening to kind of mentioned that as well. But he is he's kind of like he's got like almost jazz hands. Stage performance. Yeah, bringing a bit of poise, maybe. Mm. I don't know if I want that from Bond. No. I don't I want do. him to be a ballet dancer. <laughs> All right, opening scene. Yeah. We People see, uh, in Gibraltar. Sorry, yeah, what? Gibraltar, yeah. It's an island military base. Uh, M's on a plane, kicks out three double O's out of the plane. Uh, and then he's upset that all these papers fly off his desk. But, you know, why have you got a desk in the back of a hangar of a plane? And why would you have papers on it if you were going to kick three guys out of a fucking plane? He's a dick. He's a bit of a dick. I'm I'm liking M less and less. I think my mm. I loved, in fact, it was probably her Madge, wasn't it? When When did he go? To, to M's actual house and he was like he was collecting butterflies he was he was pinning I think butterflies that was a, I think that was a more movie maybe okay I liked I him know. then yeah you liked yeah. Him murdering butterflies yeah and like when he went to Bond's wedding to Tracy oh yeah I, yeah you know I just can he we just watch that film again yeah it wasn't that wasn't good though that's the best movie. All right. So three double O's are skydiving onto an island. Uh, the first double O lands and gets shot in the back by a paintball. We know it's now a training sim. Uh, second double O's climbing up the uh, side of a cliff with a grappling hook. Um, but an agoon at the top spots a soldier. Oh, sorry. There's a goon at the top looking down at the soldier when uh, someone else spots him and shoots with a paintball. The goon turns around and shoots the soldier for real. He then cuts the double O's rope and the double O falls to his death. Third double O sees the second fall to his death. The third double O is our new Bond. First first glimpse, what did you think? Um, oh my God, I don't know. You know what, do you know what he reminds me of? <laughs> Do you remember Beetlejuice? Yeah. Do you remember when um, the Baldwin, whatever Baldwin it was that's in that movie, he pulls his nose out and sticks his hand up uh, back. Yeah. So he's got his like, <laughs> unlungated nose and it's like weird, weird chestier cat grin. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's what it, Timothy Dalton reminds me of. Yeah. Okay. What are you going to do? Are you going to do something to scare them? I want to make sure it's not some silly politic. I'll go first, honey. <laughs> I'm, I'm He's getting a... Uh... I don't know. He doesn't... He doesn't look like a classic Bond, mm -hmm. and he doesn't talk like a classic no. Bond. He's Very almost quiet and sneery. Yeah, he is sneery. Yeah, do you know yeah. what? Now you've said that. Now I'm thinking of um, what was that cartoon that used to be on about? Was it called Raccoons? Yeah, and there was like an Uncle Raccoon. Yeah. Now I think he looks a bit like that, which is also a little <laughs> bit like Baldwin with a with a long face, actually. Yeah. And he um, hasn't got a particularly big nose or anything. No, it's not. No, he's just got that. I don't know, is it too symmetrical? I don't know what it is, but it's just like when he's he's got this chestier grin. So he doesn't show a lot of teeth, but he's got this very long smile, which makes his nose look longer, I think. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, don't know. I was quite disappointed. Or oh, he has the skin of Brian Adams as well, like quite. Yeah. Well, it looked like it was pocky, but it wasn't pocky. It was actually quite smooth, but it 
looked like it should be pocky somehow. It's a bit loose. Loose and pocky. (laughs) (laughs) I was let down by the fact that they didn't do any kind of like nice handover or reference point, like passing on the baton. Mm-hmm. It just went straight straight in like his bond. There was no little knowing nod to the fans. Yeah. I didn't catch anything anyway. No. And all the way through, because there's a lot of new stuff and there wasn't any little clever little glints. Goon sh- shoots a soldier guarding a Land Rover. He takes it. New 80s Bond music starts playing. Uh, Bond runs off <laughs> to the car and jumps <laughs> to the roof. Let me just finish this paragraph. <laughs> Being shot by the paintballs as he goes. Goon shooting through the roof. Boxes of explosives in the back of the car are now on fire. Bond gets in through the roof and they fight for control of the car, which goes through a barrier, off a cliff. Car's on fire. As they fall towards the ocean, Bond pulls his chute and is dragged out the back of the car as the car explodes, killing the goon. Bond's music? It doesn't like the... um... Bond, that kind of Bond tempo drum beat shit that was going uh, on in the background. So it's just the Bond theme tune, just with like a little crappy Casio pre-programmed drum effect, wasn't it? Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Bond lands on a boat with a lonely woman on it, takes her phone, calls into HQ. One woman offers him some shampoo. He says he's going to need a couple shampoo. of hours and hooks up with the woman. Shampoo. Cue the opening credits. Yeah, uh, left very um, unshaken and unstirred by the credits. Actually, there's actually nothing notable. There was there were some women. There was some light effects. There was a gun. Was there some neon? Yeah. I put um, it was okay. Song's grown on me slightly, but it's not great. Um, surprised to hear you singing it when I joined the call. I always, when I'm waiting for you to come on, I'm always re listening to the opening credits to remind me what it is or watching it on YouTube. Visuals, nothing new, women's silhouettes, uh, body painted women. Yeah, I thought they were going to update it a little bit, but they didn't really, did they? Boring, moving on. <laughs> oh, actually, um. When the credits are rolling, mm. when Aha comes on as the who's singing the, the theme tune, yeah. Aha is written in a really weird font. Yeah. And I had a quick look and it is Aha's like band name font. It's the first one to ever use like their own branding. Oh, oh right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. One. My only note just says meh. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, Bond meets Saunders, uh, head of Section V in a, in a box in an opera. Bond is very soft-spoken, like upper-class soft-spoken. Bond eyeing up the blonde woman playing the cello. Bond and Saunders head across the street. Uh, they're there to pre- protect a KGB defector, Koskov. Uh, Bond's readying up to take out the snipers. Koskov jumps out of a window. Cello girl is the sniper. Bond shoots the gun in her hand instead of her. Koskov gets Saunders and Bond, gets two Saunders and Bond, and they jump in an Audi 200. She thought it was going to be a bit of a shit car for Bond. Bond dumps Saunders and takes Koskov to a safe place. They talk about how women's snipers are better than men's snipers. Well, okay, cool. KGB women's snipers are better shots, apparently. Okay. It's good enough. Koskov yep. was taken to it. a gas pipeline. They sneak in. Kof got us put into a capsule, then shot through the gas line out of Russia into Austria. Then chucked into a Harrier jump jet by Q Branch. And then I put Q is out of breath coming up the stairs and he's on screen taking medicine. Do you think they were going to try and kill him off? Oh, yeah, he was, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I I think they were like discussing maybe replacing him. Maybe this is going to be his last movie. Mate, I'm still guess just why would you make him take medicine for like walking upstairs in the movie i'm gonna google yeah. um so does the um you know the pipe thing he shoots off in mm-hmm. monorail or just no no <laughs> there's no rail okay. 
It is mono. It's very mono. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a mono pipe. <laughs> Put it on the board. Uh, I'll take it off. Saunders is pissed that Bond took over the operation. Saunders tells Bond he's going to grass up Bond for not shooting Cello Girl. Bond says he only kills professionals and she didn't know what she was doing and they could fire him if they want to. Good for Bond. Yeah. Um, end of that scene. Now we're at Q Branch. Yeah. How's you feel about Q Branch? Uh, Q's identifying subjects. Go on. No, no, no. I'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> Looks like the identity... Identifyotron, or whatever it was called, it has been upgraded. They're now looking at uh, a female wrestling type woman on a screen, and then the new new money penny walks in. I like her. And she said, "Oh, James, just your type," because it was some big wrestler woman on the on the screen. And then Bond says, "I'm not gonna be able to do a Dalton at all. <laughs> That's, that'd be really sneery and quiet." You're wrong again, money penny. You are. You are. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you, are. you are. He's a pirate. They are looking at female KGB assassins. They then have a little girl on screen with, that uses explosive teddy bears to kill her subjects. It was so bizarre. <laughs> Loud music starts playing and Q is excited and runs over to a window. There's a guy in a lab coat with a boombox on his shoulder, which has a rocket launcher in it. Uh, Q says, something we're making for the Americans, Bond. We call it the Ghetto Blaster. Bond asked so, Money Penny to find Cello Girl. It was called a Ghetto Blaster, though, right? It was always called a Ghetto Blaster before this film. The film, this, like, the, that wasn't a joke that then caught on, and that's why the Ghetto Blaster's called. I don't know. Was he just, was he just, he, he was just riffing on the word blaster. He didn't change anything. Um, I always I called it a boombox. It's always a ghetto blaster. Bjork mm. sings it. I'm going to take my little ghetto blaster. <laughs> that was a good Dalton. <laughs> uh, Money Penny asked Bond if she, if he wants to come round to listen to a Barry Marilyn collection. <laughs> um, Bond just puts her glasses on crooked and walks away, and then she yeah. sighs. She gets a slap on the arse at some point. Oh, does she? Yeah. Okay. Well, from Bond? Yeah. Well, what M? Or Q? <laughs> uh, or from, from Bond? Maybe it was Q. Like I say, it's the med just really kidding me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, oh, there's a couple of things I wanted to mention, actually, in the last scene. Yeah. Go on. Um, one, there's um, a woman that helps, that helps, and she's like a burly woman. And she was the, did you, do you remember ever watching The Lice and Loves of a She-Devil? No. She was the She-Devil in that. Okay. That was really good. And I, I didn't know that, um, what were they called? Harrier jump jets. And I guess that's what they're called, jump jets. I didn't know you could have a plane that just went up. Yeah. I've never seen that in my life, ever. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, they're pretty awesome in the 80s. Everyone was I like had... loving them. You had um, True Lies in the 90s where he flies one. Huh? Uh, there's a bunch of films, I... yeah. It happened and nobody in the room reacted. And I was like, guys, that, that plane just <laughs> went upwards first before it went. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, that's that's what they do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right, okay. this next next scene takes a long time. Okay. At some farm, an assassin takes out a milkman. Right, next scene. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good. So Bond turns up at some fancy estate house. Uh, has to leave his gun at the door. Kostkov is in there, and so is M. Uh, the assassin milkman entering the estate. They mention uh, Google Man has been replaced by General Pushki. Koskov says Pushki is planning on taking out the UK and USA agents. Uh, Pushki is leaving Russia to go to Tangier in three days. 
M heads back to London and uh, Bond oh, Bond follows him in his own car and Aston Martin V8 Valenti. I like that Aston, actually. It's quite nice. So, Milkman Assassin kills the cook. As he's dumping him in the chest freezer, the butler walks in. Uh, he radios in quickly before they fight. It's a brutal fight with the butler guy getting his face pressed against a hot grill. Pots of boiling water are thrown. Milkman Assassin ends up smacking grill face around the head with a frying pan. Milkman Assassin then radios in saying there's a gas leak so everyone should evacuate. And I thought that's very clever because, you know, now he can just stroll around. So Milkman Assassin starts off with the American accent uh, with the actual Milkman, then uses a Cockney accent when entering the building. And then when in using the radio, he's got a middle-class English accent. So he's kind of a pro or a very bad actor. He then throws <laughs> explosive milk bottles to kill a few guys. At the same time, radios in that the gas explosion, their gas explosion, so no one come back in. He is identified as KGB, gets to Koskov, hits him around the head, so he's semi-conscious, then leaves as his doctor by helicopter. He's got skills, man. I miss milk fans. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that. So you don't see I miss them the noise they all. make. The kind of the <laughs> and the chink, 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 chink. I miss all of that. You ever and, seen and, the and, devastation and... when one falls over? No. When when did you see one fall over? I've seen I haven't seen them fall over, but I've seen the aftermath of just like a road of milk and uh, broken glass. Uh both twice and cruelly. Yeah, doesn't surprise me it didn't fall <laughs> over it was pushed over clearly yeah, <laughs> <laughs> i guess they just use vans now because you can still get milk delivered can't you, but you can. Many people do no and and the guy that plays whoever like what is it what are we calling him a, a goon the guy uh, the milkman, milkman assassin milkman assassin he's probably like the most 80s character in this like he really kind of mm. felt like um everything I remember from TV I don't know whether it was the kind of the, the Walkman thing that was doing it more than anything but he the just slick, slick looked like he hair. could yeah he could only yeah. exist in the 80s yeah, yeah. probably just exploded <laughs> in 1989 that was it yeah I have a good this film has got uh so I only ever watched like the Brosnan movies mm-hmm. and uh this film Feels like it's from the same era. Feels quite good that we got through. So, <laughs> how many decades we got through? It's our third decade. Well, this yeah, sixties, seventies, eighties. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, feels better. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't go that happy. far. You like the older ones? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I mean, I know I didn't like like all of them. Yeah. But there was more that I could appreciate <laughs> in those. There was something to look at. There was something to kind of go, that's pretty funky. This just all feels like all we've got is cars, guns, yeah, planes. It's just so fucking boring. This is Bond. <laughs> Next scene, M's <sighs> office. M's desk is now in the corner on the left. I'm not a fan. Bond's mission. Yeah. Ta- Bond's mission is to take out Pushkin. Bond questions if Pushkin is to blame, as he knows him personally. And Emma says uh, Bond's name was also on the list, so go and kill Push- Pushkin. Ain't too happy about it. He leaves. You don't get to see the door, so I didn't see any padding. No, I th- I think I think it was still there though. I hope so, for his sake. Uh, back to Q Branch. Uh, key ring finder whistle activated stun gas by a whistling rule Britannia. Um, do you remember those um, whistle key rings? Yes. They were awesome. They should still be yeah. a thing. Um, they should be I've... in keys now. I mean, it's an air tag, right? Yeah. Essentially. But can your air tags narrow down? If your keys are down the back of a sofa, I haven't actually used one, so I don't know. Can you like use your phone to like track yeah, it to it a precise beeps. location? It does. does well, it? No, oh, but okay. it makes a noise, so you just follow. You follow uh, your ears. Right. Well, good work, Apple. 
Uh, Wolf Whistle makes the keys explode. The keys also open 90% of the world's locks, which is pretty sweet. Q then loses a staff member in a sofa. Um, Moneypenny has found found Cello Girl. She seems to have an actual job now. That Moneypenny is actually doing something. Yes, I wrote that down. That made me really happy. She's like, she's, you know, contributing. She's not just there, like, booking train tickets and... It's like they don't want to... I don't want to happen to her what happened to the last one kind of thing, where she just said... Just like, like as you've lost your looks, you've still got <laughs> something else going yeah. for you. It's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Next scene. Bond watching Cello Girl perform. It then follows her. Cello Girl is grabbed by some agents and put into a car. Bond keeps hold of the cello case and then takes it into a public toilet. <laughs> Goes into a store and checks it out. Yeah, inside is the rifle he shot at uh, in the opening scene and finds blanks in the case. So she was shooting blanks. Oh, man, this is a long scene. Oh, this is the car chase. That's why. What have we got? Five minutes. We'll get through this. I can, read, it. Seems... I can read this. I'll you just tell you it. my notes. Yeah. Icy car chase. Laser the top of another car off. Inside a hut. Cello case, slide down a hill. All right. Well, I'm going to tell you why this is the best car chase and uh, it's going okay. at the top Go of the on. list. Oh. <laughs> Go on. Cello girl seems to be alone again. She comes home to a mess. Her house has been ransacked. Bond turns up, gives her back her case. She has, oh, tells her he's, she, uh, he's dumped the gun elsewhere. Starts questioning Cello girl. Uh, tells her that she's still being told by the KGB that have been questioning her. Bond calls Chella Girl out and calls her out and says she's involved with Koskov. She was using a fake gun to shoot at him to make the defection look real to get Bond to kill Pushkin. Bond says they're heading to Vienna. Chella Girl heads out into the street where she walks into a phone booth with the KGB watching her. The tram goes by. The Aston Martin pulls off. Uh, the KGB is still watching Chella Girl in the booth. But it's a ruse. There is no, She's not her there in a booth. It's a dummy. Bond stops to pick up cello after she insists, then they do a runner. Bond listens to the police radio band, uh, but the police just find them anyway. Didn't really matter that he was listening into him. Uh, the police drive alongside them. The Aston Martin has laser wheels, Kelly. Laser wheels. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Slices the cab <laughs> straight across the chassis, so the top of the car actually slides off. Cello girl says, ask what happened. And Bond says, sword corrosion. Was that good? (laughs) 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 The line and the delivery were poor, I'm afraid. Uh, Sword corrosion. (laughs) I'm trying to do it with my teeth shut and that grin. Sword corrosion. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's got the ends of his mouth. Yeah, he comes out there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bond, uh, where are we? They come back to a road. They come to a roadblock, a lorry trailer. Uh, Bond shoots through it with some uh, front grill rockets. Yastin Martin glass is bulletproof, and Bond says, "Hang on, amazing! It's modern safety glass." Bond takes <laughs> takes Have a country you road. Smile. No, <laughs> no. Watch that. Bond takes a country road to lose a couple couple of police. Uh, but there are also tanks there. They end up on a frozen lake. He drives on through a small boat shed that he ends up dragging across the lake. The car is inside the shed as they slide across the ice. Uh, and then they spin out on the ice. Bond floors the car, says it's time to leave, and smashes through the front of the shed as the tank blows the shed up. The tank takes out one of the Aston Martin's tyres. So Bond uses the rim of the wheel to cut a large circular section of the ice out, trapping some Russian cops on the broken section. Then Bond hits the outrigger button, which lifts the Aston off of its front wheels onto car skis. The rear wheels become snow wheels with spikes in them, Kelly. Mm. Nothing. They don't they get away by coming to the end of the lake, but there's a concrete staircase coming out of the frozen lake. A bunch of Russian police are there, but Bond hits the rocket motor button and the car fires a rocket out the back 
and jumps the staircase, and they're now heading down a snowy mountain. They crash the car. Bond hits self-destruct, and they do a runner with the cello. The army are still coming on on off-road vehicles. Uh, Bond and cello girl get down the mountain on the open cello case, which I thought was awesome. That was so yeah, then Yeah. They're then heading to... Uh, they're heading for the Austri- uh, Austrian border. Uh, Bond gets the passports ready as they slide through the gate, and he shouts, nothing to declare, and the army can't go through. That's and then quite I funny. put, very good, very good car chase scene, possibly the best. Yeah, icy car chase in a shed on the cello case. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you know what's top? An icy car chase with no cello case and no shed. <laughs> but that car chase <laughs> is beautiful and sparkly and it's all uh, snowy and there's pretty lights and they're in love mm-hmm. it's a oh man okay no we'll come on to that later <laughs> i'm just gonna carry on i'm just doing anagrams you carry on Pushkin meeting uh, the chief, I've put question mark, didn't know who it was at the time, is Brad Whitaker. Brad Whitaker shows Pushkin around, showing him all of his toys, lots of guns, missiles, rockets. He's trying to sell to the Russians. Uh, Pushkin is saying he wants to cancel the order and he wants his money back because he wasn't able to deliver in time or something. Um, I don't think it works like that, does it? It's not Amazon. No. I think you can't say money back guarantee. Not in this, not with uh, under the table gun deals, I don't think. See you on the other side, man. This meeting is being recorded. That is loud. Already. (laughs) Bond and Chattergirl are in Vienna. They share a horse carriage ride. They get to a super fancy hotel. Bond is recognized by the staff. He asks if he wants his normal room. Bond says, Not tonight. I'm. We'll be needing two rooms. The guy asks if he wants a vodka martini sent up. And Bond says, shaken, not stirred. Is he the godfather now? I don't know what he is. I don't know what that accent is. He's Welsh, isn't he? Uh, yeah, I think he was when he was, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Cos... Koskoff is called away from a pool full of girls uh, and gets... What's this? Oh, and he gets the milkman assassin out of the pool as well so they can go and talk to Whitaker. Yeah, pushing ahead with the plan, even though Bond and Pushkin are now onto them. They will kill another agent to make it like Pushkin is to blame. Um, then Bond meets Saunders at an opera again. Again? Yeah, again. Have you Is ever been again? in a um an, in a in a box? No. Because when me and the boys went to see Adam Buxton, you you couldn't come. Mm. We had a box, mm. and I only ever want to sit in a box from now on. Whenever I go, because you can do like you can like like take your shoes off. You can turn around in your chair and and talk to your friends. It's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Boxes only from now on then. Yeah. Fair enough. He tells him that his plan is to continue posing as Koskoff's friend to get information out of Shallow Girl and hopefully draw out Koskoff himself. Uh, they go to a fair. Milkman Assassin is there, disguised as a balloon guy. Bond and Shallow Girl are on the big wheel, and the big wheel stops at the top. Bond has arranged it. Bond's arranged it so he can put the moves on Shallow Girl, and she's right out for it. That's gross. Yeah. Um. Really weird looking. Big wheel, like the cab. Yeah. It was like porter cabins. Yeah, massive cabs. Yeah. yeah. They get off the wheel. Uh, Bond meets up with Saunders to get information of how Koskov got the money to buy Cello Girl her expensive cello. It was purchased by Whitaker. Now Bond knows what's going on. Saunders leaves, but Milkman Assassin has rigged the automatic doors uh, to close with incredible force, killing him. There is a balloon left horrible. as a calling card. <laughs> it was pretty messed up. <laughs> There's a balloon left as a calling card. Uh, you do see Bond like chasing a, a balloon over a hedge and jumping over the hedge, and it's just a little kid with a balloon. Like, yeah, 
I did. I, I called that. I saw the balloons. I said, "That's going to be a kid. He's going to fuck some kid up and yeah. do scare the life Blow out of him." Blow his brains out. <laughs> He's got a license, but man, yeah. Bond heads to Tangier and is tailing Pushkin to a hotel. Pushkin turns up at the hotel room. There's a scared woman there. Pushkin walks in and Bond is behind the door. Bond has a gun of Pushkin. Bond gets information on Koskov and Whitaker before Pushkin manages to press his panic alarm on his watch. Uh, so Bond notices and makes the woman strip. Henchman walks in or bursts in and is shocked to see the naked woman. Uh, Bond knocks out the henchman, tells the woman to go to the bathroom, and now the gun's back on Pushkin. They explain their predicaments to each other and decide to fake Pushkin's death to draw out Koskov. Excited yet? Nope. I'm just... So when when the balloon comes, and and prior to that as well, like the little calling card they keep getting is smeared spionam. Yeah, what is that? So that's what's written on the balloons. It means death to spies, but I'm just doing anagrams of smiets bayanam to see if it could mean something else. Oh, okay. Um, I've got moist rips mare so far, hmm. or stream spin moi. But I'll keep going. <laughs> Pushkin is fake assassinated at some kind of public announcement. Milkman assassin witnesses it. Uh, Bond makes sure people see him leaving and is chased across rooftops. He gets away and is picked up by a couple of suspect-looking women that want to go to a party. The girls pull a gun on Bond and take him to a boat, um, take him to the control room where he meets lame Felix. Felix! <laughs> Shittest Felix ever. Yeah, lame Felix, man. It's uh, Dexter's dad out of the TV show Dexter. Okay, didn't watch it. No. I thought you meant the kid that used to live behind us in Bewbush, but his name wasn't Dexter. That was Dax. Yeah. I was surprised you remembered his dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're working on the same case. Uh, back to the hotel room, Chella Girl makes a Bond and vodka martini. She shakes it, asks him if she got it right. And he says, mm, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this movie. <laughs> no one does, but there's only two movies. Okay. <laughs> Bond spills the beans and explains that he's. Oh, what am I doing? Oh, yeah. Bond spills the beans and explains he is an agent and what Koskov is trying to do to Cello Girl. But she's drugged the vodka martini. Uh, whilst passing out, Bond explains he was the one that shot the rifle out of her hands instead of killing her. So Milkman Assassin, Koskov and Chella Girl are dressed as medical professionals in an ambulance. Unconscious Bond is the patient. So they're boarding a plane. They have a box with a fake heart in it uh, on ice. The airport guys have a quick look in the box. So Bond, again, unconscious for at least 15 hours. Um, again, slightly more brain damage. Might explain his grin. Who looks in the in the heart box? Is that somebody official just like checking? Like customs, heart? customs kind of. Because situation. I don't think you're allowed to open a heart box when it's in transit. I don't think that's. So nice. Don't think that's a very sterile environment. <laughs> the, the plane was already running. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. When you checked it out outside in a desert, yeah. <laughs> just pop the top off. Just oh, take yeah. that bit grit off. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone got a wet wipe? Give it a rub down. So on the plane, Bond wakes up. Chilla Girl says she fucked up and she now believes Bond. Turns out there's diamonds hidden within the ice of the heart container. Bond says to Chilla Girl that he needs his keyring before Milkman Assassin comes back into the cabin or wherever it is. Koskoff explains his master plan to Bond for no other reason that he thinks Bond is going to be dead soon. The usual. Uh, Koskoff hands Bond over to the Russians and then hands over Chilla Girl as well, saying that she's a defector which I guess she kind of is. They're now in a Russian-run jail in yes. Tangier or wherever they are. Uh, yep, I'm just I'm just looking on IMDb. <laughs> in the Russian jail, Chella Girl drops Bond's keys. Bond grabs them as he is taking a beating from the jailer. The jailer takes the keys. Uh, Bond whistles, uh, which makes the keys bleep, which makes the jailer laugh. Bond then whistles again to set off the knockout gas. Uh couple of the goons go down. Bond and Cello fight the other two. Uh, Bond traps the jailer in one of the cells and the other two knocked out guards are dragged into a third cell. 
before leaving with the Russians' coats on, Bond chucks a bunch of keys of oh, a bunch of the jailer's keys to a prisoner who who helps during the fight. Bond and Chelagel escape the Russian airbase to Afghanistan. They're immediately surrounded, but the prisoner turns up and it's all good. They then all head to a village on horseback. The prisoner is actually the deputy commander of the Eastern something or other. Thank God for that. Yeah. Bond explains what he's doing there. Prisoner says it's important, but he needs to go and talk to his superiors. Could take a couple of days. Bond said he needs to get back to that airbase. Trick of that, uh, commander, dude. I liked him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what I was saying. He was friendly, and at the end, he he he, he did a little cheer, like like yeah. right near the end of the film. I'm just looking back through my notes and a couple of couple of admin things that I just need to chip in with. We've skipped past a model village, although a model village does come back later. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, on the box that the heart was in, it was labelled "handle like eggs." Oh, okay. I just feel like if you'd put in on it like handle like there's a fresh beating heart, you'd probably yeah. be more yeah, true. concerned. <laughs> handle like eggs. Handle yeah. like eggs. And then I've written boring, and then I started thinking of who my dream bond cast would be, who I would have. Mm. I've decided that Sheer LeBeouf would be a really good bond. I hate that guy. Why? Film did it really annoy me in. Most of them. Oh, Indiana Jones. He should never have had a son and he should never have taken the part. And was it I, not iRobot? Was he an iRobot? Oh, no, it was um, Keanu Reeves' one. Constantine. And he was I, in iRobot. He was annoying in both of those movies. See, I don't think I've actually seen him in anything. But... <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh-huh. Apart from... <laughs> that thing on YouTube where it's like that big orchestra singing the song about Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. I like him in that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think that would yeah. work. What's the rest of your Dreamcast? I've written down John Hamm as like the main villain, but I'm not convinced on that anymore. And maybe I would have Ray Wilson, uh, Ray Winston. Okay. Uh, Natasha Leon as like the main hench woman. Don't know who that is. Um, Margot Robbie as the Bond girl. Are you saying for this movie? Like, have they read no, this just, movie or just a just movie? Anything. Oh, yeah. I know her. Um, She'd be great as a henchwoman. Yeah. Yeah, she would. Plus, she's a redhead. Mm-hmm. And they like redheaded henchwomen, don't they, for some reason? She fits. Right. She definitely fits. What do you make of the um of the dude then? Sorry. What dude? Uh, the guy from prison that turns out to be the head of Doodah. It seemed like an overcomplication and didn't need to happen. I don't know if they needed to make put an extra fifteen minutes into the movie or something, but no, they you really could have did. cut that whole thing out because every single Bond film is like two hours, and really they should all be cut down by a quarter anyway. So yeah, so this all happens. Uh, this little paragraph I've written now it's getting complicated. The prisoner guy and his goons are now selling raw opium to the Russians. The Russian, the Russians in bracket Koskov are using the money that they owe Whitaker to buy the opium and make a quick flip for some profit before selling it back for the weapons for Whitaker. Bond wants the opium to never arrive, but the prisoner wants some money from Koskov. Bond gets trapped in the back of a Russian opium truck when planting a bomb <laughs> and is hiding in the back when Milkman Assassin is aboard. Cello Girl chases after the truck on horseback. But you could have cut all of that drug stuff out and it would have been fine and the prisoner and everything else and you'd still be on that plane. So I just don't know why he was there. Couldn't tell you couldn't tell you i don't know why they made this entire film <laughs> oh god bond on the airbase bond rigs a bomb for 10 minutes as the truck is loaded onto the plane prisoner goons attack the airbase uh and a small war kicks off a few people get shot on both sides and bond steals the plane chiller girl is still on horseback knocks out a soldier that tries to attack her she takes a jeep and then catches up with bond but is pursued by milkman assassin and koskov Bond lowers the ramp and tells her to get on board. She manages, but so does Milkman Assassin. Bond has to pull up straight away to avoid hitting another plane that is landing, so they're now in the air. Bond heads back to try and defuse the bomb, but he's attacked by Milkman Assassin. Chella Girl's now flying the plane, starts messing with all the switches. I assume she's trying to help, but she opens the back doors and both guys fall out the plane with the opium and now hanging on, and the bomb, and now hanging on to the cargo net, which is attached to the back of the plane. It looked like a big swinging bullsack. 
Indeed. <laughs> they fight as they are both trying to climb back into the plane. A knife is drawn, cutting the cargo net up and releasing most of the opium across the desert. As Milkman Assassin ends up hanging on to his uh, Bond's boots, Bond cuts his laces and Milkman Assassin falls to his death. That's what I've been down. <laughs> what did you write down? I thought that's well, so I was calling him Max Headroom. Do you remember Max Headroom? Yeah. That, so that's what I was calling Milkman Assassin. Right, okay. slicked back hair. And I said, I like that he fell off just because of his shoe. He just <laughs> yeah. fell off because yeah. of his shoe. Yeah. It's a bit that's like it. the one, the, the tie one, where he just undoes his tie, just lets his tie go. Yeah. Or pulls Simple, the tie out of his hand, rather. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like those ones. Um. Bond gets back into the plane, diffuses the bomb with seconds to go. Gets back to the cockpit. Cheddar Girl seems to be flying the plane directly into a mountain. So Bond grabs the controls and steers them out of the way. <laughs> Just pull up. <laughs> they are flying over. <laughs> they're flying over the war uh, that they started. Bond drops the bomb onto a bridge that stops the Russians from attacking the village. Um, they're now running I out of fuel. I think that's where the guy cheers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're now running out of fuel. They try to make it to Pakistan. They fly over some mountains as the fuel runs out. Nowhere to land. So they jump in the Jeep, attached to a parachute, get pulled out the back of the plane. The plane explodes as it crashes into a cliff. Bond sees a sign for a restaurant he knows and heads off there. Yeah. Well, I was going to do the line. I know yeah. a nice restaurant in Karachi. <laughs> That's perfect. Thanks. <laughs> I know a nice Bond infiltrates Whitaker's office with the help of Lame Felix. Lame Felix. So Bond has it out with Whitaker. Bond explains the opium's gone. Has a gun on Whitaker. Whitaker pushes a button and opens some of his weapon drawers. Knocks Bond over. They have a shoot. Yeah, they have a shootout, and Whitaker uses some new tech gun with body armor. Bond's just got a handgun. Whitaker hits different buttons on a remote control that sets off a cannon. That Bond has to jump out of the way of. He's a crap villain. This guy. Well, he was playing. This was the other model village bit, right? And he was like acting out the war. Like... Yeah. <laughs> Bond uses explosive keys to knock over a statue and crush Whitaker. Poskov pretends he's been a prisoner the whole time, but Pushkey sends him home in a body bag. <laughs> so that was that. Bond takes Cello Girl back to England and she performs a concert. Google Man is now on foreign service, so Cello Girl can have a visa and come and go as she pleases. Possibly, I put in brackets, the first Bond girl to get a resolution in the whole series so far. I've always asked what happened to him. Mm. You see how she gets hooked up. Prisoner and goons turn up and apologise they're late. They said they have trouble getting through customs. They're still wearing belts of bullets across their yes. chest, like the same clothes they were in yeah. the war in. And they were complaining of having trouble getting through customs, but they were allowed to keep the bullets yes. when they got into England, apparently, and I wear mean, them in the street. I, so one must now assume that they are purely decorative, that they are just made <laughs> of plastic <laughs> or something, yeah. and we'll never, we'll never take them seriously ever again. <laughs> no. Google's got old. Yeah, super old. And then M says that Bond's an assignment, upsets Chiller Girl. Chiller Girl goes to a dressing room, Bond's in there. The end. <laughs> that was that. That was that. He um, the, the, I actually didn't make a note, but it's just uh, occurred to me there was a bit. Where does he bring in like a picnic basket full of food at one point? Oh, when he's when Koskov and Em and that are meeting at the estate. At the beginning, right? Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know why he bought his own foods. food. Oh, yes, it was like kind of like as a as a little reward or something. Yeah. But yeah, once again, he's turned up somewhere. He's had to carry this stuff, so he's got like some warm foie gras again. Yeah, like he, he loves lugging 
these foods that really need to be kept at a decent temperature. Yeah. Just around in these like airy hamper baskets. <laughs> it's really grotty. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, maybe the champagne was chilled and and was keeping everything cold. else cold. All right, we'll give him that. How many money pennies are you going to give this movie? Okay, I'm just going to go straight in and give this one. What am I giving it one for? Because I did like the cheery guy, the cheery prisoner guy. Okay. Um, And and I think I might have a soft spot for Moneypenny. Do you know how Ah. long she lasts? No, not at all. Let's have a look. I think there's there's chance for some real um, character development with this version. Presumably there isn't, because otherwise we'd know who she is. Uh, known for Living Daylights and Licence to Kill. Uh, let's just make sure she wasn't in the others. No, just the Dalton ones. Okay. And then the original one comes back, I think. What? No, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. No. Oh. <laughs> okay go on tell me tell me how you scored this i want your your, yeah your your give me your first viewing second viewing and third viewing first viewing was uh like one that's my tiktok viewing second viewing was uh three and right third (gasps) viewing was Mm. four but after reading it back through i think it's only worth a three (laughs) okay um the car scene was excellent bondment. Bondment. I, I was going to say bonding, but that's not. Yeah, bondage <laughs> isn't good. Bonding isn't good. So I'm going to go bondment. Okay. Um, he's not a bad bond. I don't see. I like the style they went with. Slightly grittier um, and slightly techier. I thought it was quite good. Something I would have been into if I saw him as a kid. But he's. I think he's, he's just a, a good wrong head person. Of hair. Yeah, it was just the wrong person to play it and probably um, would probably be hated for it because apparently he's quite revered as one of the better Bonds. He's, it? yeah, I was hearing that today that he's, Maybe yeah, it's the I'm next surprised. One. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, yeah, I'm I'm going to reserve judgment because yeah. I tend, yeah, I have found myself liking them by the end of each of their reigns. So I don't yeah. want to call it quite yet. No. <laughs> I think I do kind of enjoy that like you just hit on then like they definitely are all their own versions of bond yeah they all bring and they something bring something it. different like there's no there wasn't really the the quipping no um just um, and i did notice in that kind sword, of opening sword scene, corrosion. <laughs> is that him explaining what's happened to his throat and that's why he's speaking like that yes got salt in my larynx <laughs> i did too much salt um (laughs) i did like at the beginning where he when he was in the opera house and he was sat with the blonde hair uh, curly hair dude and Mm. they were like actually discussing what their mission was it was like oh he's actually got a job because everything we've seen so far seems to be him going off on his own on some kind of vendetta or it just happens to be luck that he's near someone that is doing something yeah but this one he was like actually there on a proper perform. mission. Yeah. Yeah, man. So we'll see if that carries on. Bond girl. I, I will. I, I really love cellos. And I think they are <laughs> probably. <laughs> I know we're not rating the instruments. I think they are <laughs> probably the world's sexiest instrument, I think. Okay. But I can't really rate her particularly highly for that. I did like her hairstyle as well. Um. Um, hold on, hold on. I've just seen what you've done on the board there. It's not <laughs> it's, it's not four. better than yeah, but it's not better than a Casino Royale four. Casino Royale was pure trash. It was it? comedy. It yeah, I gave was, it a zero. Mm-hmm. I gave it a four. <laughs> That's why it's got a four. I only gave the living daylights one. I'll go back and I'll change it to a zero, and then it can just be a three. <laughs> go on then, do it. All right, I'm doing it. Didn't even like this stupid film. Don't really even <laughs> like any of them. <laughs> right, get down there of octopusy. Go on. Don't change yours to a four. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Fine. Um, I am not fast about where Kara goes. Oh, is that her name? Yeah. 
Um, no, she was shit. I can't remember who Stacy is. <laughs> Stacy. I guess we just leave her at the bottom. Stacy was from the last one. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I really hated that film. <laughs> I'm surprised Goodnight is so far down. She was useless. She was. She spent most of her time locked in a boot. <laughs> Poor confused lady. <laughs> All right. Living Daylights is a theme tune. Uh, not bad, but... I would say, yeah, about where you are now, like a, a good three quarters down. I mean, I don't even remember these. How did Thunderball go? Try and sing... Thunderballs forever. <laughs> You Hello. only live twice forever. <laughs> forever. Moonraker Moonraker. forever. Do, do. <laughs> I don't know. What, what ones do you remember going down? Uh, underneath Mango Tree, obviously, for your yeah. eyes and for your eyes only that look of love. Diamonds yeah, I don't forever. remember from here. Yeah, I don't know okay. Russia would love down. So. All right, so anywhere, should we put it anywhere just, in there? Because we, we kind of know it at the moment. Maybe that's the test, if you can sing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, notable right. baddies. Who's that? Is that Milkman Assassin? Well, I guess so, because I don't find any of the others notable at all. No. Don't find him joke. particularly... No, he can stay. He's not as good as Irma. He's not even, Angry yeah, he's driver. not as good as Gabinda. Oh, Gabinda, no way. Yeah. Gabinda was at the bottom, I suppose he is. Yeah. Angry Eric. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, he can stay there. All right. Car chase. <laughs> it's gone very quiet. I can't see your face. Let me just, where are you? Okay. Talk me through this. Really? To the very, very, very top. To the tippy, tippy top. <laughs> to the topmost <laughs> of the toppermost. What's this film called again? Uh, uh, Living Daylights. It's excellent car chase. It's proper bondment. It's. Um... <laughs> Can we find. I don't like bondment. Bondification? <laughs> Bondification sounds sexual. Uh... Bon bondomy. Mm, okay. Bondomized. Um <laughs> sounds awful. <laughs> it sounds like something Bond would do to you. <laughs> yeah. He bondomized me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um it's his proper bond stuff. It's he's back in Aston Martin. It's got bloody skis, it's, it's got laser wheels, you know what? it's got rockets, it's got it's stolen everything that's good about it from the spy who loved me. It's on ice. They end up in a shed. It's a chase. And it hasn't even got a woman driving it. Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't want Cello Girl you driving. Forget, you've, you forget. Know, we've seen what she does she, on the plane. <laughs> yeah. She's aiming straight for that mountain. Is that the sky? No, it's a <laughs> fucking mountain. Um. <laughs> Yeah, he did it better. They say nobody does it better, but nobody he definitely did it better. Hold on. Then there is. Hold on. What? My one isn't even at the top. Your what? What? The car race. The car race, the car chase. Oh, the yeah. man isn't even at the top. The spy who loved so me. So you've is. already oh. knocked me off once. Yeah, because the spy who loved me was the lotus, the swimming, the submarine lotus thing. Right. Did so be, now I have it? a good old think. Ah, it does, it's not as good as the lotus. Yeah. So it's lotus not most of the toppermost now, is it? <laughs> and I think we're going to have to agree. <laughs> it's not as good as her match either. Nah. That's not happening. You just took a point off out of spite. Yeah, no, it's all right. Her Majesty's still <laughs> the best film, so go on. I'll there you take go. That. Yeah. And we ain't changing that. Do you think? Not we'll no ever, way, not no how. I think that'll ever get beaten. I think Casino <clears throat> Royale will come very close. I think that film is very good. I've seen that one. Okay. The new one. I am I am prepared for Daniel Craig to well i mean not necessarily daniel craig but i am prepared for what film started to become 
more recently to be able to yeah. knock that off. Because yeah. I think it might be more, it might be more clever in it. Yeah, sure. No circuses. There was a fair, but not circus. Yeah, I. No belly dancing. There was no, no belly dancing. No hooking off in a boat. There was a model village. Model village. I've no stopped looking for dates. A... Wait, there was hooking hooking up on a boat. Was the first scene. Oh yeah, hooking <laughs> up on a boat. <laughs> um, <laughs> doing daylights. Shampoo on. Absolutely no soup. Okay. Destroying our snoop. Uh, soup. Um, what would you call that? Streak. Streak. Soup streak. Destroyed the soup streak. Going back to soup. Yeah. We've we had a Connery soup. Do we have a more soup? See, this is yeah. so yes. Okay. But we so didn't have all a... more soups. Um yeah. so he's got one soup. more move. Oh no, Lazenby soup. But we should probably go back and check because there was a lot of eating in that film because there was Yeah. It was but I yeah, but it was um the eating was all Stuff they were allergic to, wasn't it? So they're yeah. all like, eating like just one thing on their plate. There was a scene in this film, and I was waiting. There was like a who was eating lobster? Somebody was eating lobster at one point, and in the background, in this... yeah, there was definitely yeah. a soup terrine, but nothing happened. I love that the AI picked up soup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if. If Ben and whoever it was, Ben and Will were doing soup references as well, we got uh, we got problems. <laughs> I mean, especially if they were doing it in 2017. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, I found the face. What face? Hang on, I'm putting it on the board. How'd you do that? Your eyes only. Oh, that. what the <laughs> Beetlejuice face? Yeah. See. <laughs> Danny look a lot does. like him. Yeah, he does. <laughs> oh, that's not good. <laughs> but it does. Um, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'll get my one as well. <laughs> you leaving it on there? Mm-hmm. Where did we put the other? They're up top. Fo- oh yeah, they can go up there, can't they? Mm-hmm. Right. So not a great success with this one. Okay, what have we got next? We have got License to Kill. It's got a license Dust to completing kill. The Timothy you know Dalton song? Yeah. No, do you? Yeah, you know it. Who is it? I don't know. I don't know. One of the singers. <laughs> so like, who license. sung License to Kill? License to Kill was recorded by Gladys Knight in the pit. Gladys really? Knight. Yeah. In the 80s? Apparently. Huh. Yeah, okay. you'll know it. It's um anyway. That's for next week. All right. Well, in, if it is next week. <laughs> right. Okay. I think I'm looking uh, at the wrong film. Yeah. Yeah. If you look up "License to Kill" on IMDb, mm. I'm not even seeing a Bond reference at all. Does this do, film do, exist? Do, do. "License to Kill" 1989. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Oh, it's got that bloke in it. It's got the bloke from uh, Goonies and um, Die Hard in it. Chuck. His name Chuck. I don't know. No. Uh, because of the belly wobble guy. Franz. All oh, right. Franz Sanchez is in this movie. Anywho. Okay, we'll save that for the next time. It's been fun. <laughs> Has it? Has it really? <laughs>